if, for example, you're in a role and you can't see you can't see a path forward in the sense that you can't see any more room for growth within yourself if you feel trapped in that position and that if you leave, for example, it might be it might be scary. I want to go down a self-directed path because on that journey, it's very hard for other people to give me a ceiling or, or for them to lock me in a room going, no, your role is this. That's why I enjoy that because it, it matches the intensity which I want to, I guess, learn and improve and add value to others. It doesn't put shackles on it. And for other people, they can do it with roles that are created by corporations and, and that's fine. But I, that's why I always favor paths. You know, it's kind of, that's why I'm like, you know, choose the kind of mountain you want to climb. And is it a mountain range and not a, not a hill? Because if there's a mountain range, you can kind of, if you climb that, you can keep going along the mountain range. But if it's just one hill, it's like you've only got the top of that hill and then that's it. And then you're looking around going, well, what do I do next? So if you don't love the view on the top of that hill, which you don't know until you climb it, maybe. <laughs> but if you don't love the view on the top of that hill, then, you know, what are you going to do? And a lot of people are very scared to then, this is the problem. I don't, so I don't believe anyone should get a very high salary in their 20s. I think it's very dangerous for their own life. Salary and not, not overall net worth because the salary is seductive. A lot of people don't want to go back down the hill and start climbing again. Even though they don't love the view, they think, I don't really want to go through all the climbing again though. Mm. But I can't go below six figures. And I think to myself, well, that's completely fine. Bloody, you know, it's not up to me. It's not like everyone has to scrap around for pennies, but that is limiting if you want to transition to other opportunities. How to legally own a slave. And it's basically like just pay them a bit more than their market value and salary. Because <laughs> it's super seductive. And, 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 and you become accustomed to it. You take on spending. This is why MVL is so important for me. Why almost I don't want to have a lot of, because you start adjusting spending habits and becoming accustomed to things that are associated with earning more. Because you've got, oh, I've got more. So if you still don't, like, you can't replace a lack of clarity. It can't, yeah, because if you don't have a lack of clarity, you have a lot of money. It's just so easy for someone to just grab your money. Like, everyone is marketing to you all the time. It's often a real privilege to not be able to afford a lot of the bullshit that people want to sell you. That doesn't add, like, really good value. It adds very cosmetic, small, incremental value to your life, if any at all, if it even is lasting value. And that's why people repeat and again, that habit and that, that trap. So many celebrities with massive net fortunes have money problems. They're actually more likely to have money problems. So you can come back to, again to why MVL is so important. So like, yeah, if you have clarity before you start earning a lot, you can be intentional about the money because you can set it aside for a bigger dream. If you, if you don't, it's like, well, I've got money. Why don't I just spend on this? Why don't I spend on that? And that can be a problem. So it's not the money is not the problem itself, but it's that you give someone money before they've been able to like develop a lot of clarity and test a lot of things can be limiting. But a lot of people do get to a point where they're like, oh shit, this is not worth it. And then they, they reset and then they realize the kind of MVL lesson. So, but it is good clarity to keep along the way. Uh, the, the other thing I just was fascinated by with this kind of idea of 
Yeah. And I just write this down here, but this idea of helping people find their north is that, yeah, I thought about the analogy of, say, a parent, because a parent, when they try to, like, protect their child and they're projecting, like, their values and insecurities onto them, and it leads them towards the map and not the compass. Because a lot of time, I think the dynamic I've noticed a lot is every generation, right, there's new technology and there's new career paths opening up because of new technology. So this is the whole, this is the whole like problem that normally comes with in the 18 and lost thing in parental pressure and, and pressure from like older people and stuff like that, like social media manager, podcaster, you know, working in crypto web developer. These are 25 years ago. These jobs didn't exist. Right. Yet they are incredible ways to develop a journey and a career path now. Right. Incredible. So when you're getting advice from parents who can't understand and see the new, cause they're divorced from that world, then they can only see like a map. So they can only see the existing parts. So when you want to go somewhere that your compass like leads you somewhere that's off the map, which the more innovative and kind of high contribution it can be, the more it will likely be off the map and the more specific it is to you because no one's been there before. No one's created the map there. Then from a lot of external people's perspectives, even though it can be remarkable, it still looks scary. I met this young guy, Nick, who's 16 years old, lives in Sydney. He's been developing apps since the age of 11. has his own, he's 16 now, runs his own company developing apps for people. Yeah, everyone's kind of saying, but you should still go to university just to like, you know, have, have that behind you. And it's incredible. The kids, the kid feels like the pressure from it, but he's already really <laughs> That's incredible. For now, at least what he really loves doing. He's someone who has insane potential to contribute to the world. Cause if he's doing that at 16 and he keeps compounding, what can you do at 26? What can you do when he's our age? That's, that's phenomenal. But you know, it's, it's off, it's off road. So you think about the impact of what, when someone's tendency is to try and protect someone from the cruelty of the world, you actually make them weaker, right? You can come back to the whole anti-fragility concept. It's, it's like, again, like domesticating the cat at some point it has to be released mm. in the wild. And the same thing when people trying to, especially that the parents who don't see any harm in it, cause they think, well, a financially secure life will be good anyway. Right. So you see that like, cause this is in the context of helping people find their North, right? You can't change what someone's North is just because there's a map to, cause there's a map to somewhere else that they could go cause they're smart enough or they got the marks to go there or whatever. And I think we fall into the same trap of that overprotection trap, which we actually do something that's actually counterintuitive for them, which is that we lead them away from their interests. We take away the incentive and we make it kind of wrong to follow those interests. And I think that is another thing that I just wanted to really emphasize is because it's a, it's a massive, it's a massive challenge for most. I just think that the map often leads people to follow who others are and the compass leads them to follow who they are. And for me, that actually comes back to love funnily enough. Like love is actually just empowering other people to be who they are and take ownership and responsibility for their decisions. So I, I think that's kind of a really big key thing too.